Welcome to the Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford podcast. Life is difficult and trying to live it to the fullest while constantly second-guessing yourself and feeling stopped by regret or painful experiences can take a toll on anyone. Do you want to get unlocked and see for yourself the beauty that life has to offer? Are you ready for aha moments and strategies to propel your business and family into a world of health? Then you've come to the right place. Join Dr. Shannon Crawford, a licensed psychologist, leadership consultant, conference speaker, and CEO of Crawford Clinics located in Dallas, Texas, as she shares her expertise from her life's commitment to helping you, the CEO, therapy client, parent, and teacher alike, identify and remove the unconscious blocks hindering you from thriving in your potential. We will also have amazing guests with incredible stories, rich knowledge, and keys to help you get unlocked today. Let's get started. guys, we want to jump in and start hearing from you the ways that you're helping others get unlocked. So I am with Chase today. He has driven out, he's in the studio, and we're going to hear how he and his nonprofit are helping unlock others. Thanks, Chase. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Yes. So excited. Likewise. So tell us about Intuba. What do you guys do? So it was a nonprofit started in 2013 uh, by Rafael Mthamini. He's from Zimbabwe. Yeah. over there. Yes. Yes. Uh, he moved to the U.S. 20 years ago uh-huh. and God put it on his heart to give back to his community and the villages mm-hmm. he came from, um, giving them access to clean water, sustainable solutions to their needs. That's good. Um, granting them access to life's most basic needs, clean wow. water, nutrition often something we take for granted here, they do not have. Oh, that's huge. So I love that many times we, I'll put myself in that, we can get really stuck in analysis paralysis where we overthink everything and we're trying to think, how do I get unlocked? What's my life purpose? What do I do? You know, do I move to this place? Do I marry this person? Do I do this job? And how many times the people in front of us actually hold the key because their need and desperation is the thing that you're destined to do. And so what did that look like for this pastor? So he is in Zimbabwe. He's not a billionaire. He's not well-connected and funded. He's just a guy seeing a need. Yes. And God giving him that provision to Mm -hmm. go through with it. I think that's often something in my own life I've been caught up in, you know, God will speak to me and, you know, there's these grand um, visions and, you know, I think, oh, I, w- I would love to do that, but how do I do that? Yes. How do I even get started? Yeah. Um, and I have found that God, when we just take the step, he provides, mm-hmm. but we have to take the step and just continuously move forward and he will provide and key people too to come along our journey and help us get there. Wow. So, so I think first, what you're pointing out is we have to allow vision. Yes. See all the limiting things that make it impossible to do anything. Cause normally we're the average nobody. And then you see a need, you have vision and you start walking forward. And before you know it, people start coming into your path. Yes. And I think many of us were waiting for the provision. We're waiting for the opportunities, the big neon sign that says, yes, you have permission, go this way. Instead of just walking forward and seeing what happens. And sometimes there are pivots and that's okay. It doesn't mean you failed or you missed it. It's just, that was the trajectory to get you moving. I love the quote by Graham Cook, where he talks about, 
about um, a boat that is anchored can't move, but at least if you're moving, the rudder can be shifted because you're putting your faith in the water and you're moving forward with action. So I love Intuba. What are they doing? What's practical? So we right now are in Zimbabwe. We've done other surrounding communities as well. We have transformed 20 villages at this point. Dang. So we're not so, saying 20 people. We're saying right. 20 villages. 20 villages. And they average between five and 600 people in each village. Dang. So, yes. So we go in and we uh, build solar powered wells. Oh. Um, that's another thing we wanted to take them off the grid and to no longer be reliant on the government uh, because over there you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, their electricity is shut off every day oh. at various times. Gosh. So we wanted something that would give them access to that when they needed it. Right? Yeah. We always need water. Yeah. So, and then in addition to the well, we also do raise the bed uh, crops uh, with slow drip irrigation systems. Okay, you got to unpack that for us because sure. that's really important. It is. So the slow drip irrigation system is actually an intervention from Israel. Mm. And we've implemented that. And it's just, it allows for more abundant crops uh, and mm. just year round. Yeah. They're able to utilize that. And with the well, of course, we're yeah. able to access that. So and provide nutritional meals for them and crops and we've partnered with a grocery store chain over there that buys the crops from them Come as well on. so yes it's we wanted to go in and they're you know it's great to build a well but we really want to help them be sustainable on their own and make a lasting difference yeah it's creating an ecosystem yes and i love the business model that then now you have a distribution you can help with the economy what does that look like yes. for the villagers so and well we've also partnered with the university because we were finding through other nonprofits that build wells, they, mm -hmm. they have that access to that and it may last a year or so, but then they don't know what to do after that. So mm -hmm. they don't know how to market their crops or how to handle money when they start making it. Yeah. So we send them to university to learn how to do all of that so that they change not only their lives, but generations moving forward. We'll never have to go back and live the way that they did. That's so, so big. Yes. I mean, I think it's, it makes me think of like people who win the lotto and how yes. within a short period of time, a lot of times, whether them or the next generation are in poverty in debt, addicted to something. Absolutely. So the statistics are really hard. If you're just handing things to someone, listen, unlock you community. Yes. If you're just <laughs> handing it to somebody, we all think, oh, if I just win a million bucks, if I just get the jet, exactly. if I just get this big thing, mm -hmm. but if I don't know how to steward it, Exactly. And we don't have the infrastructure around sustainability, then we've actually set people up to fail. And it's even more discouraging. Yes. And I think it goes back to God's vision that mm -hmm. he gives us and his purpose he's put on our lives as individuals. We can often think, oh, when I have this, I will be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've been there, right? We, yeah, we totally. present our list to God, like, God, when you check these boxes for me, then I will do that. Yeah. And so, you know, this has also retrained my thought process on how to approach life, my own life. Um, but here I am finding fulfillment and helping other people yeah. reach their full God-given potential. Okay. So unpack it. We're listening edge of our seat. What okay. have you learned that could help us get unlocked? So just through my own experience and coming to Intuba a couple of years ago, Raphael, he visited our church and he spoke about Intuba and showed videos of these villagers that are sharing water currently before we go in with animals. Um, it's very sad. And of course, at least a disease and just all these other things. Yeah. And it really put my life into perspective. You know, of course I knew I was blessed to live here in the US and have the family that I do and to be raised here and yeah. born and raised here. But to find that oh, other people do live like that. The things that I take yeah. often for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, I can go into the kitchen and get a glass of water and drink it yeah. and not have to worry about that beforehand. Yeah. And they can't do that. So 
in that I was founded. I was in other industries before I got a nonprofit work, uh, insurance and mm -hmm. financial. And I found they were great jobs, but I thought I want to be fulfilled by what I do mm -hmm. and would always pray about that. Say, God, lead me to something where I'm truly helping someone else reach their full potential. Because we all have individual callings and purposes, but collectively, that is our universal calling to help mm -hmm. each other. Yeah, it's so and good. that will always look different for each person, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. Uh, but to utilize our gifts and help others find theirs in a way also uh, has been very important to me. So, and through, I went to Dallas Baptist University for undergrad and grad school, and they teach uh, the servant leadership mm -hmm. approach. Their entire curriculum is based on that. And through mentorships at the school, I was able to find that as well. Like my going to school, my education is not just for me. It is to utilize, to help other people yeah. also. Yeah. So again, that navel gazing, if you find yourself thinking, what am I going to do with this degree? Or what am I going to do next? I'm, I'm in a season of transition and I don't, or I feel stagnant at wherever you're working and what you're doing currently. Maybe it's an invitation to become curious. How can I serve locally? What uh, pings on the inside of you? you? He's hearing somebody in his local environment. He has a job. He's making plenty of money, doing well in corporate America, which we are supportive of corporate America. This yes. This is not a, a, you leave corporate America and go to nonprofit. Everybody has a space. Every part of our role is really kingdom. So I love that if you can keep your ears open, there may be opportunities that come to you. I even love that the stories of nonprofit people going back into corporate or in education or in these spaces that you have your expertise and now you can funnel it back in. So you're hearing this, you feel inspired. Yes. That's courage to leave a cushy salary. What did that look like? Well, I was coming out of school okay. and I was getting, you know, approaching graduation. Uh -huh. What do I do? I had applied for all those corporate jobs. Yes. Right? I applied for the jobs I thought I was supposed to apply for. So who has mindsets that it's supposed to look a certain way yes. and we can get real offended that it doesn't come through. Yes. And that was me. I thought, okay. I'm getting my MBA. I'm now I get this type of job. I'm supposed to make this much money and do that for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. Until I retire. And outside of that, do what God's called me to do. I always felt that was, he may have called me to that job, but outside of that's where I find the fulfillment. And he redirected my steps right, as he often does and said, no, that's, you know, he said to me, that's your plan, but that's not mine. Mm. And so I was not hearing anything back and praying, God, open the right door, show me where the right door is, because I've knocked on so many and they're not answered. And, yeah. and, and grateful in that as well, that he didn't open the wrong door, because we also don't want that. Right. So finding that, and then this just found me in a way, and mm -hmm. uh, through my church, my local church, and to be there and have been mentored for six years now um, by my pastor's wife, Yvette. Yeah, mentorship. And Yes. And she's our treasurer at Intuba. And so she brought me into this. And uh, the first thing they gave her was, you need to find somebody that can help us with marketing. And she said, I have just the person. So through those mentorships really is how I'm here today. That's and so you good. Through that. Yeah. Yeah. Mentorship. So recognizing the people that are in your life already, leveraging those relationships, not manipulatively, but being mm -hmm. aware of how it's already been setting up and positioning and posturing you for something kingdom, but none of which happened without forward movement and doing something to feel like I'm connected to a life and a life of service that's bigger than me. So I want you to think right now, as you're listening, what is that thing that, you know, when you hear it, your eyes tear up your heart breaks. You can't break for everything and that's okay. 
I've had friends that like their passion is over here. And I'm like, that's really important. I'm glad that's your space, but I just don't feel it as strong. But if you talk to me about anti-human trafficking, like I'm your girl, not that I know how to do any of the things, but it's my passion and I will help in the little ways that I can. And so you just step out and you do the next step and the next step. And before you know it, opportunities may be in front of you that you didn't even recognize were being woven into your story. So I love that there's already a foundation that's being built in the moment that he's graduating. He's come from corporate America, looking to go back into a well-paying corporate job, has an expectation like we all do, that if God loves me, he'll answer this way. He's abandoned me. He forgot me. Many of you right now might be in a season where it's like, Lord, seriously, have you forgotten? Like, are you not hearing my prayers? Are you mad at me giving me the silent treatment? Have I not done enough quiet times? You know, we go through all of those questions without realizing you're actually being set up for something bigger. And I love the point you said about, we also don't want to just out of fear, take something that would actually hinder the opportunity that is still yet to yes. come. And it could have, mm -hmm. right? Had I been given that cushy job, right? Making a certain amount of money, I probably would not have looked elsewhere. Mm -hmm. you know? So there is that as well, yeah. you know, where he makes us, because we're not called to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if we are there, that may be an issue. Right? Yeah. We're not living, fully living for his purpose and, and what he's called us to do, yeah. because it's not often going to be very comfortable. Yeah. I love when people say faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Risk and discomfort creates the hunger and the drive to go for things you wouldn't go for if everything was easy. So I hope this paradigm shift of helping you get unlocked, where are you too comfortable? Where are you settling? Where are you feeling like complaining? Like, dear God, what is going on with my life? And what can you do as an action step? Because Chase is not the founder. I normally interview the CEO or the founder, but I really thought it was key for our, our friend Chase here to be the unlocked community representative of, hey, I'm supporting and coming along something that already exists. And that partnership is key. Not everybody can be the founder. We have a thousand million small little nonprofits that are barely making a dent. But if you can get alongside of a vision that you believe in and your gifts can partner to help unlock something bigger for individuals, regions, economies, and now education, people are now well-fed, encouraged, because you are in position to make sure that there is a wall of safety and security that's built because you are a safeguard for others and not just the American way of, um, you know, feed myself, think about myself, get me more money. Nothing against being blessed, but I want you to live for bigger purpose. So Chase, any last words? I, that's it, living for a bigger purpose. Yeah. And finding that collectively, I'm joining them, this team, which then they're all amazing, our board. And together we're making an impact. Yeah. It's not individually. And going back to where I never thought, oh, I can make a difference globally. Yeah. That was never on my mind. Of, yeah. I'm going to get involved with a nonprofit and make a huge difference and join this wonderful team and 
we're going to revitalize a nation. That was so never, much. only God can do that. Yeah. That's his vision is so much bigger than ours. Yeah. Uh, but seeing that we're just a piece of that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this is not a commercial. This is my idea. How would somebody learn more and even consider partnering with Intuba? Because I like the water. I like the food, yes. the drought resistant model, the slow drip. And I love the education, the partnering for economy, having sources where that can now be a lifestyle and not just a handout. Certainly. And so our founder, Raphael, that was also one of his original goals was that no child in Zimbabwe and South Africa as a whole would go to school hungry mm-hmm. and without food because it happens so often. Yeah. So our website, it's in Tuba, which in the Zulu language means access or gateway. So oh. we're providing access to a better tomorrow, right? Oh, That's like the hope. That. So cool. it's uh, I-N-T-U-B-A dot org. And we're also on Facebook and uh-huh. as well. And that's where we have all of our social media posts and interactions with our donors and sponsorships. Yeah. So, so in no way do I ever want to ask you for money. And I know that's not your right. heart either. No. If God puts it on your heart, great. But we don't actively do that with people. Um, nonprofits do, many of them. Yeah. But we found our founder, Raphael, uh, he has never taken a salary from this. So he does not. Every dime that's donated goes directly to the people and to the systems we implement and to revolutionizing these villages. Wow. 20 villages so far. Yes. And imagine the impact with synergy of moving and getting a lot of people on hands on deck. Yes. Getting to do it together. Yes. We've had, and even here in the U.S., we've had many people approach us about our approach to agriculture and the raised beds, the slow drip irrigation, So we're finding that this really is a global initiative. I love it. Yes. I'm excited for it to go to other countries. That's the plan. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's Mm -hmm. exciting. So your founder who is Zimbabwean himself sees a need in his region, takes no salary as he is helping transform regions and people groups, whole villages with this initiative. Correct. Wow. Yes. That's inspiring. It is. Yeah. Yes. And only God can do that. Right. If we follow that path that he has for us, he will provide. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys. And if you want to partner with Intuba or any other organization out there, be a part of the solution. Your gifts matter. So I want to hear from you. Will you reach out and tell us your story? What are you doing to help unlock others? Your gifts matter. You're important, irreplaceable, I would say. And we would love to highlight you in the ways that you are helping unlock the world around you. Bye, guys. Thank you for investing in yourself, your family, and your team. We are honored to serve you and your vision. 